You're listening to Deep Cuts with Antoine Reed, episode 48, Diana Rojas, Altidus, USA. Diana. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Happy Friday. I know. Thank goodness, finally. Right? This is the week. I know some people, you know, some people say that every day feels like Friday, but to me, Friday still feels like (laughs) Friday still feels like Friday to me. Yeah, absolutely. There's, I have to say, though, I have more fun on Thursdays than I do on Fridays. Oh, well, I think that's you. I I have it. Every day feels like Monday to me until I get to like Friday about this time. I'm like, oh my gosh, finally. (laughs) <laughs> well, it's a good thing that we have this happy hour time, so exactly. we can just wind down. <laughs> exactly. Okay, yeah, how are you? you? I'm good, you know. Thank you. Thank you for having me on here. Uh, you know, it is great. I know a lot of people have passed through deep cuts, <laughs> so I'm very happy to be on and, you know, also uh, to know the rest of the viewers that are seeing us and also represent um, our marketing team at Altadis. Yeah, definitely. You know, I mean, you've been, you've been a supporter since the beginning when I didn't even know what this, this thing was. I was just like, oh, I guess I might as well do something since I'm, you know, sitting here at home uh, or working here at home. And it was a nice way to break up the day. And it's turned into a nice learning experience. People always kind of um, send me direct messages now saying that they actually learned something from these. So. I find that to be awesome because I was like, great, because I'm just having a good time, you know, talking to people and catching up with people that I would usually see during the year uh, physically, like in person and uh, with COVID, you know, having to change it up and do everything kind of virtual this year. So for sure. And I mean, I have to say me personally, I, you know, I tune in as as much as I can, but also um, given the opportunity to people in the companies to come up here and talk to you, I mean, some of the guests that you've had, I've never had a chance to talk to, you know, I have not had a chance to go to Pro Cigars. So I feel like I'm missing out a little bit, but I feel like I know them a little bit more because of, of your segments. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for saying that. Oh, um, you know, I'm honest. <laughs> I know you are. That's why I was like, you and I have so much fun on Facebook, you know, swapping different memes and messages. And <laughs> so yeah. it's, it's, it's nice to, to be able to interact for an hour in person uh, outside of Facebook, so. Yeah, I love it. So, Antoine, are you drinking anything? I mean, come on, it's Friday. I know, it's funny. You know, I have, and Ben will tell you this, like when I met Ben, I didn't drink, I didn't smoke cigars, I didn't do anything. You got corrupted. And and (laughs) then, yeah, and then he corrupted me. So usually, so I went from having like no alcohol, and now I have like a whole bar area in my apartment. But now that I have it over there, I'm just like, it's one of those things, like, when you have access to it, you're like, whatever. So I rarely even touch it now. Every I think about it all the time, and I'm like, I don't even feel like it. I just, like, sit around and, Really? Oh, my God, no. I I need to stock up. I'm actually out of alcohol. (laughs) Wow. No, I have, right over there now, I have, I see some rosé. I have several different rums, (laughs) wine. You know, I, I have my own little bar area here. And then, of course, I have 
any cigar that anybody would ever want, it seems like. So I've been going how many, through my collection. How, how many cigars would you say that you have? Oh, too much. Too too many. A lot. <laughs> I've been but. like organizing them. Luckily, the, the guy from Boba sent me some Boba bags. So I was like, thank you. Thank you. Because I've been organizing them and sorting them out. So I now I've, I have enough uh, Boba bags where I'm able to separate them out by company. So I have oh. a box of this bag. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, thank you for letting me know. I'll, I'll make sure to send more so that you can stop that out to the section. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know. But yeah, but you know, so tell us what you're smoking though, because I think I saw the, the Vega Fina. Yes. Well, so first of all, again, hi, hi, everyone. Uh, I know that we have a couple of people here that we know in common. Jax, thank you for coming and, and watching us. Um, and my cat is actually around here. So pardon <laughs> if she makes an appearance. <laughs> As for what I'm smoking, I'm actually uh, enjoying the Vega Fina 1998. And, uh, well, you know, this is one of, this is our latest release here in the U.S. This is that's already sold in Europe. And, I mean, I have to say that I like to promote it a little bit more because it has Colombian tobacco. And I'm Colombian, so I'm like, yes, representing. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, Did you get a like chance said, to try this already? I have it. It's in my stack. <laughs> It's in my stack of, of, of photos, because I do everything for like social media too. So I always just like trying to get everything coordinated. So people always ask me, have you smoked that cigar yet? And I'm like, no, it's in my like social media stack. <laughs> so, and I try to bury it up because like, you know, my peeps from Davidoff send me tons of stuff too. So I, yeah. I, don't wanna, I, I try to bury it up and say, let me do it all to this, you know, day and let me do it a Davidoff day, let me do a this, that, or, you know, Alec Bradley day, so. So let me ask you, how are you liking the uh, influencer packages that we've been sending you? Thank you for putting the pictures of those. Yeah, no, I think they're great. And I like, especially like the last one that had like the teeny tiny little <laughs> bottle of Kraken, because actually I love Kraken. And this is, this is gonna sound very old lady-like of me, but like, <laughs> I, like, my, you know, me and my mom like to bake every now and then and she makes this rum cake and she shared mm. the recipe with me not that long ago and we always experiment with different types of rum and Kraken is actually like the one that I prefer and that I've gotten her hooked to so you know so, so you put Kraken and, on that cake yeah so we always go out and we buy a bottle of Kraken and we make these cakes especially during the um holiday time we just like churn out these cakes so Nice. Um, well, I'll give you my address, you know, holidays <laughs> are coming. <laughs> so, yes, I was like saying, you know, we should definitely try a little, send a, send a cake to also this way and have you all try it and see if you can do a, a rum cake and cigar pairing for the holiday time. <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure actually that your cake would go with the Onyx Bold Nicaragua because, you know, we pair that with the Kraken and also it goes really well with uh, chocolate, like bitter dark chocolate so mm -hmm. we might have to try that out actually we can yeah. have a baking session or something <laughs> that would be awesome i think i think you would enjoy it now i couldn't show you that recipe or she'll kill me but <laughs> that's fine i don't i don't i don't bake i i'm just there to eat it <laughs> <laughs> well you know how deep cuts go so i like to you know dive into the person's background a little bit so people can get to know you like i know you 
And I usually learn a lot of stuff too. And then um, we talk about Altidus and what you all have been doing during this year, because I know you all have been super busy. Oh yeah. Um, so it's not like anything has slowed down. And you know, I've been working with you on a whole bunch of stuff as well. Like I've just, we're in the middle of proofing our uh, November, December book. I had to think about it and I was like, what month are we at? Uh-huh. <laughs> our November, December, you know, magazine, which has Javier Estades on the cover. So I, I know, and I cannot wait to see that magazine because again, I was there when the photographer was in the office. And I mean, they, they had Javier really puffing on those cigars. <laughs> so I can't wait to see the pictures. I took some behind the scenes with my cell phone and, and he looks great. So I can't wait to, you know, see him in the cover, uh, read the article with his interview questions. So, you know, thank you for, for uh, showcasing our CEO. He's very oh, happy about that. Definitely. You know, it's always nice to, to, like I said, show people the entire industry. So Javier is one of those big figures in the industry that, you know, if we had the chance to introduce him to our audiences, you know, why not? So thank you for making that connection happen because I know you reached out to me and I was like, yay. <laughs> I know it was, it was great. And that's why it's so great to uh, not only have this working relationship, but we, you know, we know each other for a long time and, I've had changes, you've had changes, and we still kept in touch. Uh, I wanted to say hi to Gabby here and also my friend Emil. So glad you guys are joining. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about what got you into the cigar industry. Oh, man. That's so, okay, well, so I'll tell you. I actually went to school uh, at the Art Institute of Florida for advertising. Um, I had no idea what I wanted to do. No idea. I got, I graduated and, you know, fresh out of school, it's so hard to get a job. So I started doing promotional advertising for Verizon. So I used to go to uh, all the tailgates for the UM games, uh, PGA tournament, the Honda Classic. So that's when I started really talking to people, being more social. And I started seeing that that's something that I really enjoyed. Also, at these golf events, you know that there's a lot of cigar smoking. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, who are all these men smoking cigars? <laughs> like, <laughs> I need to be there. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I changed from one job to the other. And I was actually doing um, graphic design for cosmetics. So I was doing packaging and, you know, all the ingredients from China, translations, all of that. And I wanted more, like I still, I was always behind that computer screen and I missed the interaction with people so much. And, you know, I love cars. So it so happened that I had a blue Mustang and I met a guy at my friend's house with a Camaro. So he's like, let's race. <laughs> and I said, actually, I'm looking for a job and I know that you are a recruiter. So why don't I give you my info? I had my resume ready, gave it to him. And uh, two days later, he said, hey, there's an opening at this company, Oliva Cigar. Um, I think that it's a good fit. So I looked at the requirements. Um, I, know, I knew a lot of the things they were needing. And I applied. And so I went for my interview. Uh, they were great because they saw me at 6 p.m. I actually uh, had my interview with Jeannie, Jeannie Oliva. And um, I was there with her from probably 6 until 9 p.m. So 
yeah, and then the next day I got the offer and it was great. So I started working at Oliva Cigar as a marketing coordinator and I, really I was the only person there in marketing. So I had to learn a lot. Um, I was there three years and, you know, I got tired of Miami. I'm like, I don't have friends. I just know people like, what am I doing? I need to explore. Had, had this idea of the grass is greener on the other side. So here I go, moving to Indiana out of all places. <laughs> <laughs> so I was there for a year and uh, I actually um, was working with a surgeon. So I learned how to pre-op and post-op and I was like, okay, this is not what I went to school for. And I always still missed the industry. Um, I went to some of the big lounges in Indianapolis and it was just so nice to talk to people about Oliva cigars. Obviously, that's what I knew then. And things just kind of happened that way. I decided to move back to, to Florida. And um, I knew uh, Rafael Nodal from before when I was at Oliva in events. And, um, you know, I still kept a lot of my contacts. And I, you know, decided to go for it. And I had been wanting to join Altalist since 2017. So it happened in now 2020 and, and here I am. So most of my time at Altus has been working from home, which is different. Yeah, because I saw, I think you all are like us, you know, with the pandemic, it just makes it a little bit easier for us to work at home than to worry about who's been in a bubble, who has not been in a bubble, <laughs> all yeah. the back and forth stuff. So yeah, but I, things are getting a little bit back to... to uh, a regular um, state, I guess, in the office. So our team, we're actually going to be split in days. So we're going to be going twice a week for sure um, okay. so that they can see our face, not just through a screen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember we were at your office. It had to be our last trip to your office had to be, I'm not to say the end of December. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. I think so. Yeah, we didn't even get a chance to do much when you guys came by. No, it was like a, a flyby. It was, I forget, we were there for, it must have been one of our whirlwind trips, and we were yep. trying to fit you in as we were, like, going to the airport or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago, pre-COVID, pre different world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, uh, you know, it's, I, as human beings, we get used to whatever we need to. Uh, I Something that I've seen is that we have great, power to adjust and as reluctant as we are to change it's good um i you know i used to be so shy before and there was from one day to the other i said i'm just gonna put myself in all the uncomfortable situations that i can so i will never have to feel nervous or stressed out and it's been a great challenge so i, I suggest think, everyone tries that <laughs> yeah i think and i've been in the same boat because I'm used to being a behind the scenes kind of person, really. Like, I, I, did, I get the stories, I interview the people, put it together, and that's it. So for me, like this whole thing, this learning curve of, of learning how to do interviews like this, and there's no notes here, there's no like cue cards anywhere. It's just like, we keep, we keep it going naturally. So this has all been like a learning curve for me too. And, and just learning, and like you said, just how to not to be shy or just how to have a conversation. and. And I think it's a skill that everybody has to learn at some point, um, regardless mm -hmm. of what career they're, they're in. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you, you know that we had a six-hour marathon 
So after you do a six hour marathon live, <laughs> this is easy. <laughs> but, but that's what I've noticed about you and a couple other companies is that you all kind of embrace the challenge. You know, I think some companies weren't sure what to do. So they kind of like look for other people saying like, let us like, tell us what to do. Like, give us an opportunity. But you all created your own opportunities with like the marathon. And I've seen yeah. that you all have done this more and more Instagram lives this year, which have been great. You do Facebook lives. You, you yeah. I mean, you just really put yourself out there. So how has that whole process been like to transform from like old school cigar industry, which is like press release, a few influencer, you know, cigars float out there and then you just move on to the next, you know, release, you know, what's it been like to completely transform how you market and brand your, your stuff? Oh yeah. Well, and, and, you know, to, to kind of loop back into that, um, that's why I had always looked up to Altadis as a company because, um, you know, they always had the warnings on the ads and it was, always a company to look up to like what are you guys doing now because you're one of the biggest ones so you need to be uh up to date i guess with everything that's happening so i think that we have uh, a very eclectic team high team person <laughs> so we have a very eclectic team in the marketing department and we all have such different strengths so gabby you know she handles the social media part of things and um she has brought a lot of ideas also with our agency, creating uh, engaging posts. Uh, and I know that they have a calendar that they work with, you know, weeks in advance. Uh, we have a lot of projects now in the works and it has been different to do all the releases uh, on a live launch. But I mean, the, the, in Instagram, I think it's growing, but Facebook, there's big communities on Facebook. So, We've been very lucky to have uh, a lot of people to name. Uh, also, the brand recognition. People know about Romeo and Julieta, Montecristo, Chubman. So um, I think that we already have a lot of help because of the brands that we manage. But it has been such a, a team effort. And, you know, I mean, the guys that are working on social, uh, I'm up sometimes at 4 a.m. and they're, like, posting stories and you know, they're, they're pretty active. And I don't know if, if it's been your experience, but I know that sometimes when I make comments on our post, they reply right away. So I think that's something important because you want to know as a, as a customer that the company, it's paying attention to you. And I think that when we started also introducing the influencer packages with our releases, um, I think that has been um, also that we a way that we went a little bit uh, above of what we were already doing because this challenged us to come up with ideas of what can we give people that, you know, it's going to be fun when they receive it. It's going to want to make them post pictures and tag us. Uh, you know, we always send these things out, obviously, to, to let the people know what we're working on. And mm -hmm. as much as we want them to post, really, it's, it's up to them if they do or not. So we do have a lot of engagement on our live launches. And, you know, while someone's talking, there's someone always looking at the comments and trying to engage. So it's, it's been a, a learning curve for all. Um, I didn't realize that I like doing lives so much. Uh, 
you know, and, and I had such a great opportunity that we were doing, uh, we're not doing this right now, but, you know, each one of us brand managers and senior brand managers, we were doing um, every day something on the different channels. And I got super lucky to have that Friday spot, that happy hour <laughs> sweet spot. <laughs> so it, it was really cool because the people that I was able to bring on, um, you know, Evie's Cigar Lover 12, she has a ton of followers. Remarkable Liz. Um, also, when you've had your conversations with Rafael. So it's, it's been a way for us to get to know these influencers, work with them, for them to know us. And I can say that it's cool. Like now we, we're like this little community that support each other. And, and it's great how much closer we've gotten because of this medium. So um, we, 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 we wouldn't have been having this conversation was it not for COVID right now. Exactly. That's what I told people too. I was like, we would have been in the old, now I call it the old school mentality of the cigar industry, which is all, it's not, it wasn't as digital as it is right now. Um, mm -hmm. I think we've all realized how important digital is to it. And that's why I think what works about your influencer packages and how you all market it is that it's not just an influencer package. You usually have like a live event attached to it. So it's an extension. So it's not just, you know, you're not just waiting for an influencer to post. Cause there's some influencers who automatically post it. They do the nice photos. And then there's others you send it to and they're like, Oh, it'll be beneath, it'll be beneath us to post this photo and show favoritism or whatever. So, yeah. um, you know, it's a little different. So the fact that you all are taking control of your own marketing and your own brands and bringing them to life. Cause I've seen some of yours, like when you were, working with some of the influencers, you know, outside of just cigars too, you know, yeah. that's, I think you all, you did a mixologist one time. I mean, that kind of stuff is, is fun and it's different and we all need different. Um, yeah. Stuff even, even I, even I've learned to make new drinks so that they go with the cigars that we're coming out with. Um, I think it's been a lot more socially acceptable to be drinking at this time. Technically we're still working. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's another thing, but, no, I mean, really, it has been um, a challenge for all of us and, and to, to, I mean, I can't speak for the rest of my team, but I know that the challenges that I've had, it's, <clears throat> you know, it's a, just a personal thing of, <clears throat> do I want to overcome this discomfort and move up to the next stage or do we stay stuck doing what we've been doing? And I think that also... Uh, Rafael Nodal, he's been good at telling us, let's try something. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but at least let's try it. So we, we do have a lot more of ideas that we bring up and as a team we discuss and we go with it or we don't. And so far, I think that everything has been very successful and it's nice also for people to know us because like, like you, we're also behind the projects so to be able to meet people like Damon, for example, that I've never met in person, but now we are able to chat even on Instagram. Um, so it's been great. I hope, I hope that everyone's enjoying it. And I always say on all the lives, ask us questions. If you have any doubts, let us know. Um, I, I want to be friends with the people that are watching us. So, you know, there's nothing to be intimidated. Yeah. And I like to, when you talk about, um, you know, going in front of the camera a little bit is that people are able to see, at least with Altidus especially, that there are a lot of smart women 
behind the brands that they smoke. And I always think that that's important because yeah. when I came into the, I don't know how it was when you came into the industry, but when I came into the industry in 2010, the only way you really saw a woman was if they were being objectified <laughs> in an advertisement. And yep. you just thought the whole industry, I mean, if you came in and you didn't know anything about the cigar industry, you just thought the whole industry was just men and women had like no, like not that they have no place in it, but they didn't want to take part in it. And uh, what I've learned over the years, and especially in the last couple of years, is that there's so many women who they know more about cigars than any man. They know more cigars about than than I do. They they can outspeak <laughs> anybody. They can outsmoke people. You know, they they have these diverse palettes that you know it's not just about the flavors. You know, they want the same cigars as anybody else. So mm -hmm. I you know enjoy seeing you all kind of come out because when people see who's behind the brands and who's working it, then they understand like, you know, how each brand differs from each other and then mm -hmm. how each, um, you know, all the different women kind of bring something new to the table. Yeah, no, I'll tell you when, when I started in the industry, it was hard for me too, because, <clears throat> you know, Oliva is, um, sorry that <clears throat> my throat is just, you know, <laughs> a lot of smoking lately. <laughs> but um, when I, when I started at Oliva, it, it also was, heavily managed by men. Um, I, I'm not sure if they still have all men as sales reps, but again, that's something that I looked at other companies and they had women as sales reps. And I would think, wow, how tough it must be for them to advertise the brands and still try to sell and meet those numbers. But you know, you have to be nice and you smile, but then people think that you're flirting when you're really just being nice. <laughs> So, you know, it's also important to know how to keep that professional line um, because, I mean, let's not kid each other. When we go to events and you're smoking and you're drinking and you get happy and, you know, it's a party and you're still working. So I think it's, it's important for us to, something that I think I've noticed from the influencers also that I've talked to, these women are classy. Um, it, you know, they not only know what they're smoking, they know different brands, but they are classy in the way that they speak about it. And obviously, there's always a, a sensual and sexual part to it. But I mean, like, for example, uh, with Coco, uh, Madame Cigar, I mean, she loves Onyx and Onyx is a it's a strong cigar. It's bold. And she told me, she said, wow, I love the Magnum on the Onyx Bowl Nicaragua. So I had never smoked the Magnum before. And because of her, I decided to try it. And that's actually one of my favorite cigars in that size. So again, you know, some people say, oh, a Magnum. And then oh, again, no. there's this phallic idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's always a matter of bringing it back to why are why are we doing this and again bringing it back to the product and not not really about us but the the girls so far i mean also jacks you know she has a big influencer list too i mean she's an influencer herself i didn't even know that she was a sales rep for us uh with altis in the beginning so i i just had so much fun talking to all these women and um before I joined Altus, I was at Red Cross and I had my coworkers were a lot of women. And these were such powerful women. Like we all were trying to help each other. We all have different strengths, but we played around those strengths. 
so I think that coming into this industry and doing the lives, that's something that I wanted to emphasize. Like the women and the sister of the leaf and, you know, Jamile also from Cigar Snob. She's also been in the industry forever. And so it, it was, it's been really nice to show what these women are thinking and how they speak about the, their cigars because one thing is putting pictures, but another one is really coming online and talking about it. So I'm just like, we are learning that women are even stronger than we already knew. Um, I am learning a lot also from my, from my women colleagues and, and the influencers and really anyone that has anything to do with cigars. Now, you know, it's not just about you are part of a cigar family because that's, that's the women that used to be in the industry when you mm -hmm. are raised kind of in that cigar family, but now it's a lot more open and I, I think it's great. I think it's just going to get even better for us. And you watch. <laughs> when it comes to like marketing and branding, because I know you work with a lot of kind of brand names that are really big in the industry, like well-known. So it must be a little bit daunting sometimes when you're thinking like, how am I going to, how am I going to handle, you know, this isn't just somebody's, you know, some random cigar brand. This is like the, one of the big ones so when you kind of think about marketing and branding i mean how do you approach it especially like a something that's a little bit traditional and it has like a long history how do you you know uh influence it put your touch on it without you know it feeling too left field or right field from it yeah i well i think when it comes to that antoine um we have to know what the brand history is so for example i i know who the age of my brothers were. Uh, you know, Gabby works with Romeo Julieta, so she has that story also nailed down. Uh, Jennifer with Montecristo, uh, Dane with Aging Room. So I think uh, as long as you know the DNA of the brand, um, we still try to keep true to that. However, trying to make it a little bit uh, fresh. And I think when it comes to our own personal touch, the digital side of the industry is what's helping us a lot because I can talk about H of man all I want and then people are asking me now oh what is that H of man I've never smoked it before so now it gives me a chance to say you should smoke this and this and this H of man's and that is my personal touch it's still we're still not changing the brand or anything it, we're just able now to bring it more to to everyone and, and speak more honestly about it I guess because we are testing like we're trying the cigars we're not testing them like Rafael and, and uh, Ernesto but <clears throat> you know we, we do have to smoke the product too and for me it's been so interesting uh smoking a nature man and like the Hispaniola I love that cigar and also last week I tried a Romeo and Julieta 1875 Nicaragua I had never smoked Romeo before and I loved that cigar and it's great because it's not like I'm cheating on my brand. It's still part of our whole family. So, you know, I take pictures, then Gabby uses them for her stuff. And, you know, it's just we, we all really work together on, on, on all of this. So, but, but yeah, the, the goal for sure is to still maintain those brands as strong and even stronger. And, you know, just I think as, as, as women, um, <clears throat> you know, we always try to, go above and beyond and I think that I mean obviously we do think different than men so we might think of some things that perhaps men are not really thinking of um, 
like the influencer packages, for example, you know, we try to put a little bit of, of prettiness and make it look nice. And I, I think for men, it's more of what's the message we're delivering for us. It's like, we want you to get it and love the whole process of it. Yeah. It's like Christmas packages. You know, a, a man might just like wrap it up and throw it out and say, here you go. <laughs> you know, a woman's like, no, like, every, like, you know, let's like make sure like the, the creases are nice. The presentation part is nice. Let's just yep. think about like the reaction they're going to have. <laughs> mm -hmm. Those those stickers have to be placed exactly in the middle of the box. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we have fun doing that. It is it is uh, it is a lot of work, but um, I enjoy doing it. It's it's a, it's a nice process and it, it gives me a chance to be a, a little bit of manual. You know, again, I went to the Art Institute, so I miss doing some of that. So it's giving us a chance to to do more and come up with more ideas. Yeah, and I see Junie says, you know, all one has to do is walk into a cigar manufacturer's rolling floor and see the proof um, that, you know, that women, you know, know a lot about the cigar industry. You know, most mm -hmm. of the rollers are women. And I know mm -hmm. Junie's been on the pro cigar just like I have. And so, I mean, like you do, you see a whole new world when you go into a factory and it's not just that i mean you just know different people too in the mm -hmm. industry i see so many different women uh in different positions where this like janine perdomo or lisette Perez carrillo oh, yeah. um, i mean there are so many like you know karen berger i mean this big time like women who have just had so much influence that you know i'm, I'm always kind of surprised on the media side you know as i'm doing my research and looking it's harder to find some of these stories on on the women yet you know some of the men just have like story after story or interview or interview and it's just like wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah not and, much um, to work with here <laughs> <laughs> you know i know i know that uh someone commented that they love seeing women in the cigar lounges and the humidors and i have to say like when i go to a humidor i I just like to make friends with everyone, but I also like to ask them, what are you smoking and why are you smoking that? And because I think, again, we have a softer approach, then people feel open to talk to us and be honest and say, hey, I like this cigar and I'm smoking it because of these reasons, or, oh, I haven't tried that. And then we start talking about it and, and then they realize, wow, you know what you're talking about. So um, it's nice to prove them wrong uh you know and that's like a little trick i guess a, a little weapon that we have under our sleeve uh we can take it out or we can just you know play stupid and see what happens without giving away too many of your secrets when you think of like virtually virtual events because i know you've done probably as many lives now as i've had to do in the last couple months not as many but a lot <laughs> <laughs> um but when you look at like these live mm -hmm. events because i know people struggle with you know, if you're a company, um, some people struggle with a live event. Um, when I say live, I mean online or virtual. Um, mm -hmm. Because it's not like you can't just take a, an event like you would do in a store and just make it live. You know, there's a little bit of a learning curve. So what have you kind of learned about getting the most out of a virtual event, you know, in a, to make it, you know, fun and engaging and exciting and to get that activation that you want out of it? Um, I think I think a big part of it has been the uh, the promotion before we even do the live. So as soon as uh, Gabby and the social media team they start 
creating all the assets and then they start teasing them. Um, you know, we have a lot of different platforms too. And we have uh, the Cigar Life on Instagram that has a ton of followers. So I think that teasing, um, it has helped us a lot. Also, we are always posting stuff online. So let's say if we have something on the Cigar Life, then we have uh, people like Tim and Jax, uh, Josh Bentley, uh, Doc, Charlie Watson and Travis, they're all also reposting those things. So it's not only us in marketing, it's a lot of the people that we work with as well. Uh, so they're all helping us, you know, uh, create a little buzz about it. Um, also with the influencer packages, that also helps us a lot because then you start seeing more content, more pictures, you start uh, thinking, wow, what is that? Um, with that Onyx package that we sent, actually a lot of people love that lighter. And then we started getting questions. Where are you getting that lighter? How can I get that lighter? Can I buy this, the swag? Um, so I think everyone loves swag. So I think that has helped also a lot. And um, I, I just think having good guests on your life, like be strategic about the plan. We have learned a lot through trial and error. Uh, Dane is our like technical person when we have the lives. So he's making sure that everyone comes in at a specific time. He brings them on. Uh, so he helps us a lot managing all that. And I mean, it is a lot of preparation that we have to do before. We have to, um, you know, know the time blocks so that we can make sure that it's a smooth flow. Um, there are still issues sometimes with connectivity, uh, but I think everyone expects that at this point. So where at first we were a little bit nervous about it. Now we understand that that's just something that we have to work with. And <clears throat> with every release, uh, we're trying to do something different with it. So Onyx Bold was about, you know, this bold cigar and black and silver and, and strong. Um, with Vegafina, it was a little bit more of a classy thing. So, you know, we had the pairing with the wine and then um, Jennifer had the idea of party like it's 1998. So it was a it was a fun live launch because we were all able to say what we were doing in 1998 and then also people were participating in giveaways uh also to engage so i think with every launch we're trying to do something a little bit different that goes with that brand identity but also that is giving us a little bit of an edge because we don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over i think that's something that we are used to in the cigar industry and that's no longer working. So right. now it's like, okay, you, you, you get up with the times or you die. I definitely agree. You know, yeah. we, we talk about live events a lot um, on the magazine side and it's the same, it's the same thing. Like nobody wants, I always tell people like, if they're watching it like this, it's, it's entertainment, you know? So think about what would you want to watch you know, uh -huh. what would engage you, what would excite you. And it's not always, you know, I think the, like these things can be educational without it being too educational and over the top and boring. You never want like the Ferris Bueller, you know, Bueller, Bueller uh, type of situation where you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> no, but so also to, to that point, something that we've learned is what time works better for us, what days work better for us. You know, we've done brunch and there's on Sundays. And sometimes like, I think one that I did with Travis already has over 6,000 views. Wow. So yeah, which that's amazing. But we found, just like you found that sweet spot with 
the deep cuts uh, live. We also have to do that because people are going back to their offices now and we don't always have enough time to give all the information. So we got to make sure to put as much as we can, the most important things in, in a limited amount of time that you're going to engage, you're not going to get bored. And again, you know, giving that information out. And I think it's also really great that now I can be part of other companies' live launches by just tuning in. I mean, Drew is doing a lot of virtual stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, I had met Jonathan Drew in the past, but now seeing more of the team do more of the lives um, and they have their own approach. So it's also nice to see how they do it because we don't want to copy anyone. Uh, it is a small industry, but we each have our, our own little different touch, I think. And I think that that's what I've enjoyed too, is seeing what everybody else is doing and be able to take part in so many things without having to travel, without having to buy something. It's just, you know, let me see what time it is and let me see if I can work the schedule and, and uh -huh. just make it happen and just see. And then you, can look, you get to look at it and if it's something that you're interested in, you sit down and watch it for a long time. If it's not, then you get to move on without, <laughs> without doing that usual, like, Sometimes when you get into a, those events and they're not great, and you're like, how do I escape? At what point, <laughs> what, what, what escape plan am I going to use? <laughs> so, you know, I don't do that now. It's, it's fun. It's just like you just, like, click out and go, oops. <laughs> That's something to do. My, my internet is not working. I'm sorry. I have to jump off the life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, no, it's, it's I mean, it's, it's true. And... I'm just hoping that they'll do like a pro cigar live because I still have not been able to go to any of them. So maybe if they do it live, I will be present. I was thinking about, and that's something that me and Ben have been talking about is that, you know, with the world that we're living in and this, all this doubt with COVID, I said, you know, the, the thing about, um, you know, like pro cigar is just getting to see the factories, getting to ask questions, getting to see things. I was like, it'd be fun if we could do that virtually or take people into those environments virtually because i mean if you like if you've never seen like tobacco layer de garcia the pictures don't do it justice you don't get the the span of it i mean the whole how big it is and how yeah. many people are working in there and the, all the different parts to it but understanding that COVID will might you know mess that up you might you might not want all these weird people walking through your factory um you know yeah you have to be more careful for sure yeah so you know thinking about how to bring that virtual experience but yeah pro cigar it's definitely, you know, one of those experiences. I don't, I, I didn't know you've never gone to it, but mm -hmm. yeah, it's, it's definitely worth going to. It's fun. I yeah. Have fun with, I have fun with your Altus family. Thank you for letting me know. Hopefully I can join in next time. <laughs> I had fun, fun with them. Definitely. I'll just leave it at that. I have yeah. some video to show you. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted to address a comment that I, that I see here. Um, I, I hunt midgets. That's an interesting screen name. <laughs> so he's saying Monte Cristo used to be leaders with their social events, but they've fallen off since. Uh, so, okay, something that I do want to mention is <clears throat> I think that we, as a company, maybe got a little bit comfortable with the brands and the brand recognition. And that's something that we're really actively working to, I guess, strengthen the message of the brand yeah you still recognize Monte Cristo and Monte Cristo sells by itself 
but who is Monte Cristo now? Um, so all I can say without giving too much information is that we have two products that are coming out. Uh, one is later this year, the other one is next year. And we're really hoping that with that, we can again, like awaken the brand. Um, what they're mentioning about the cars and the hole punchers. Uh, so we have the Monte Cristo Social Club, which I know that we were not really, I guess, very active with. Um, also, there's been a lot of changes in the marketing department uh, this past couple of years. So those are things that kind of take a little bit of a, of a back seat because, you know, like you have to address the priorities first. So we are working on the Monte Cristo Social Club to bring that back, uh, make it engaging. Uh, we're trying to remove things that are not really working for us uh, because we don't want to have a site that has a bunch of information that people are not looking at or it might not be of their best interest. So we, we are working on a plan for that. I cannot say that we're gonna have hole punchers uh, or the key. Um, we, we are thinking of ways to, again, modernize it. So just, just keep in tune. That's something that you know, we'll bring back again. Uh, we are working on having a, a newsletter built for it. So that's one of our, of our backend things that you know, we don't talk about, but, but we are actively working on it. And I do appreciate, again, having this platform to see those type of comments because then that tells us that people do miss the Montevideo Social Club. So something that we were doing before COVID is um, at the uh, Great Smoke that Abe puts together. So we had a Monte Cristo booth just for the Monte Cristo Social Club and we gave out so much swag. I, the lines that we had, I had people hula hooping for prices. <laughs> I have to show you some of those videos. Like men were like, oh, I'm not gonna do this. I'm like, you want that swag? You're gonna hula hoop. And they did, <laughs> and they did great, and it was fun. So we are working on it. Um, Icon midgets, don't worry, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, and I think every company kind of goes through that, um, where you have a brand that is, you know, gone on for so long that maybe you didn't pay, or the company hasn't paid attention to it for a, a mm -hmm. little bit. Because I remember Monte Cristo's <clears throat> Social Club was a big thing when I was first coming into the industry, and we heard a lot about it. And then, yeah. like you said, there's been a lot of change at the company, but good change now. So mm -hmm. the fact that I, I'm, it's almost like <clears throat> COVID has like given you all reasons to play around with things and experiment. And now you probably are in a better position, I would think, mm -hmm. to bring the Monte Cristo Social Club back in a fun, engaging way that pre-COVID, you probably would be like, I don't know how we interact. You know, maybe we just do, you know, some some more swag or something like that. Now you know it's a, a, a bigger yeah. activation with the lives and the swag and the education. Yeah, so, and um, <clears throat> again, you know, COVID kind of messed things up a little bit, but we were planning to have uh, the Monte Cristo Social Club also in one of our um, Unwrapped Connecticut tours. So that's still something that we hope to be able to do next year, uh, which I think it's going to be great to, you know, have those tours, but then also have uh, the representation of the Monte Cristo Social Club. And also Monte Cristo Social Club is not just a Monte Cristo brand. We want to give information on all of our brands um, because that's another thing. We have this big horses, I guess, that keep carrying us. But now um, a big focus of the whole marketing team is making sure that we also give light to Bigafina, 
to Onyx. Uh, we're working on a San Luis Rey as well, which we haven't had a new San Luis Rey in a long time. So, you know, we're also taking a look at the smaller brands to see how we can bring them back and, and have people also speak of those, not just the big ones, which, you know, we're still tending to, but we have so many products that it's, it's, it's a lot. We have a full calendar. I mean, we already have probably projects until mid-2021. Well, that's awesome for us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> for us, oh, for yeah. us cigar people, we always like to, to know that there's, there's more in the pipeline coming. So Yeah, there's a lot. And, and I mean, we have to give also props to Rafael and the product capabilities team because we can honestly say that the blends are so good. Um, I mean, I know, you know, Rafael is always trying cigars and I don't even know how many he's smoking a day now, but it's, um, it's, it's nice to know that they care so much about putting a product that people are not only going to like the packaging and, and the design, but the actual product that they're smoking. Because, I mean, to be honest, once you take off the bands, it could be any cigar. I've always said that. <laughs> yeah. So, but you know, like, like for example, with the Onyx Bowl Nicaragua, I know if you take that band off and I smoke it, now I'm going to be able to recognize it because the blend is just so, uh, I guess particular to that brand so i mean i i think it's i think it's it's we're doing big things and we want to be better and improve so again like all of these comments from everyone it, it helps us a lot because we want all the customers to be happy yeah and i i mean to touch on Raphael, i mean i've seen such a transformation in all to this since he's really kind of sat at the head of the table i guess you could say yeah. Yeah. um and really have, has led the company in such an innovative way. And also, uh, and I think earlier you talked about this, about being reachable and being, you know, being, you know, accessible and all this stuff. You know, Raphael is one of those people who is accessible. I mean, you'll get a response from him usually within the same day, which was some companies, you, that, that just doesn't happen. They don't even, I'm still waiting for responses for some people that I sent emails to like months ago. Yeah, so yeah. I, I like that. That also this feels a lot more like family and open and just accessible mm -hmm. in this current state of where it is. Because to me, that always makes a big difference. Because I know on the media side, you you can tell that difference, and I know consumers too. I mean, if they like you said, if they post something on you know social media, it's awesome to have somebody actually respond back and acknowledge that because you don't always get that. Yeah, well, it's funny that you mentioned you get a quick response from Rafael. I think next time when I need something urgent, I'm going to have to message him on Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh, thank you. Uh, the comments that I see that we did a fantastic job with the Onyx Fold. I'm, I'm glad you guys like it. Um, <clears throat> no, so, yeah, so, and also you see, uh, for example, Brad Winstead, the CEO of Casa Montecristo. I mean, he's also active on social media. He puts pictures of the stuff that he cooks with his wife. And I'm like, wow, this is so cool. That's something that I didn't know that he enjoyed. So it really gives you a look at, at our own personal lives. Um, I also have to say, obviously, having the number one cigar of the year is also a big push for us to keep doing better, keep doing bigger, because once you have that spot, you want to get that spot again. And there's so much product is not easy. So I, I think that um, all in all, um, marketing, sales, trade, we're just really trying to 
make things better for everybody. Hi, Ben. I know he finally came on. on I know, right? Seniors. He says finally you're gonna have big me. Big deal on the big heights. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Eddie joined us too, so Eddie is is here. And so, so funny thing with Eddie. Hi, Eddie. Uh, so Eddie, I don't know if he remembers me, but I actually met Eddie when I was working at Oliva Cigar. I met him at a big smoke at the Fountain Blue three years ago. And it's so crazy to think that he was part of the marketing team and I never got to work with him. And I was like, oh my God, that's that guy that I met. So Eddie, I'm sorry I have not seen you in person, but that is my story with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the last couple minutes, and kind of, well, we have about five minutes left. Just tell me, like, where did your love for cars come from? I know that seems kind of left field, but I know that you have the, this love for cars, and I don't know anything about cars. I, yeah. I actually, if I'm like the only male alive, who I hate driving. If Look I, at this. <laughs> I told you she was going to make an appearance. I was waiting. That's my baby. <laughs> So cars, oh my God, Antoine. So to be honest, um, sometimes I feel like a boy because seriously, I'm like, what happened when I was born? Um, <laughs> I, I love playing Texas Hold'em poker. Um, actually, when I play with some of my guy friends, I always beat them. I do not gamble because I for sure lose my money. So I only play with friends. Um, but you know, it was something that I started, I have a lot of guy friends. Um, so I started getting into the whiskey and the bourbon and then working with cigars. So I got a lot of exposure to manly things, I guess. Um, but with cars, when I moved here, I've been in the U.S. for 20, 21 years. And I remember when I first got here, I saw the Mustangs and I loved that car. And I was like, I'm going to have a Mustang. And, you know, 18, 15, 18 years later, um, I actually ended up buying my first Mustang and it was, this, it was this bright blue uh, car and it was so badass. I mean, I, I would be raising boys and they didn't even know that it was a woman driving. <laughs> so, but then also actually where that love of cars came from, um, when I was in high school, I had a boyfriend that he used to hook up his car and then we used to go to races and stuff. I actually used to sneak out of my house to go do that. And thank God I never got caught. <laughs> So I, I think that I enjoy very much the, the speed and the thrill. Um, like I love watching hockey, the testosterone, and, and it's just something that I feel like if I'm having a bad day, I'll go out and I'll take a drive. And I love hearing the engine, the horsepower. It's like, yeah, it makes me feel great. So I just started getting more and more into um, knowing about the brands and the cars and and i do like those like sporty coupes and right now i don't have a, a fun car but hopefully in the near future you know you can see me racing down the streets <laughs> wow well yeah i was always interested in that because i always see you on facebook and instagram posting about cars and i'm like i know absolutely nothing about but they're cars. so cool i mean oh it's just that they're sexy that's the thing like you know, guys think that women are sexy smoking cigars. I think sporty cars and fast cars are so sexy. I'll probably fall in love faster with a car than with a man. <laughs> no lie. <laughs> well, you're getting a lot of love from that comment, so I think some people would probably agree with you. <laughs> Anyone wants to go on a ride and have fun uh, and thrills, I'm all up for that. 
Don't put it out there. You'll get too many weird messages. <laughs> oh my God. What? Actually, I had to delete my Facebook Messenger for a while because I kept getting unrequested um, R-rated pictures. I'm like, oh. what's happening? <laughs> I'm talking about cigars. I don't need to see anything of your body. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> in the last you know minute that we have or so, give us like the plug for all to this like if we want to stay in touch with all to this and learn about the new product releases what's the best way of doing that and then for people who want to follow you what's the best way of them keeping in touch with you or reaching out to you oh yeah absolutely so we have the uh usa.com where we have all of the new uh product releases and and you know as we come up with with something new we put in we put it on there uh also we have all of our social media uh handles Montecristo underscore USA, Chapman underscore USA, Romeo Julieta underscore USA. Um, we're very active lately with the Cigar Live. Um, so that's another one. And if you guys want to also follow me, uh, Diparo88, that's actually all my initials. And um, yeah, I, I would love to, to get some of you guys to, I guess, come to my side because I do always try to uh, post and repost the things that we're doing. So if, and again, I always say, if anyone has any questions, please just send me a message. I'll, I'll, I might not answer right away, but I will answer. Well, awesome. Well, it was great catching up with you today. And thank you for taking an hour out of your day. Uh, oh, it was, you, it was you so fun. You the cat. <laughs> yeah, she's doing her grooming now. <laughs> Sorry, you, you shouldn't see that. <laughs> thank you, Antoine, for having me. Uh, and thank you everyone that tuned in. Uh, I hope that you know you learned a little bit about me and our team and I can't wait to do it again. Uh, you know, yeah. so if you need any content, please let me know. I'll take you to a different spot of my house. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to do a follow up for sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Actually, I can take you in my car and then we can go uh, do a little drive by. <laughs> oh, that'd be, look, you're giving yeah. me ideas for, for follow up. So that's awesome. So we'll definitely have to uh, uh, do that. Sounds good. We can do that. And uh, thank you, everybody. I hope that everyone has an amazing weekend and, and go and enjoy this Friday. And, and you too. Yeah, thank you. We survived another week in 2020. So that's always worth celebrating. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think at this point, we're already making our Christmas list. So I'm looking past Christmas already to New Year's. I'm ready to like, just go. Let's like go into 2021. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you can still visit us and you can still work from here so why not take a little trip yeah i have yep. to think about that <laughs> yeah please please do sorry ben you didn't hear that if you're still here <laughs> <laughs> well awesome well thank you and i look forward to our next encounter and uh, catch same. up same same here uh, i hope we'll we'll be we'll be in touch and, and thank you everybody thank you Antoine, for the time too and, and for bringing me on awesome thank you bye bye